Welcome to the Christian O'Connell Show podcast. There's no business like show business. My uncle Paul worked on a TV show with Zac Efron. John Bon Jovi's sweat fell on my mum's arm. I shared an all-you-can-eat buffet with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I was on a teacup ride in front of Doogie Howser, a.k.a. Neil Patrick Harris. Our family friend is a hand doubled for James Spader out of the Blacklist. Christian O'Connell's weakest claim to fame. That's what we're looking for. All right, more of you have got a shabby story about a weak claim to fame. And no claim to fame is too weak for us. 94141043. Rodney's kicking us off this week. Good morning, Rod. Good day, Christian. How are you? I'm good. So, welcome to Weakest Claim to Fame. What's yours, Rod? Uh, I was a young bloke uh, in the 70s, late 70s, uh, working in security at Melbourne Airport when Fleetwood Mac Band came through. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I uh, they they used to do random tests at uh, domestic terminals, and they were doing a, a tour. So I was assigned to uh, do the metal detector uh, for Fleetwood Mac as we're coming through this domestic terminal. So yeah, yeah, it was very very interesting. I don't think uh, it was. If you saw one of the world's wildest sort of rock and roll bands, it's the seventies when they were peak of their behaviour. That's not random, you know. Odds on, odds on, they've got some stuff in those bags. <laughs> Oh, no doubt. Uh, virtually every one of them set the machine off. Of course uh, Probably the only one that sailed through without doing it was Stevie Nicks, but the others, yeah, the machine went crazy. But the it's, <laughs> She'd obviously the put it in their bags. Was, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, Mick Fleetwood became really fascinated with this machine, and back in those days it was like a brick with a big metal hoop on it. So yeah, I bet. So you could have been used it as a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he turns around and he says, oh, mate, he says, you reckon I could have a go? <laughs> so did I, you know uh, him? I did, yeah. Good I man. said, oh, what's the harm? It was such a big mistake. My goodness. Uh, I, I gave him the machine, and that fella literally attacked members of his entourage and other band members with it. Uh, I was horrified. Oh, I thought, sorry, that story's taking uh, a turn there, Rodney, isn't it? Huh? <laughs> Big old meat fleet uh, to get carried away with the wand. He did. Yes. He was like a kid with a new toy. Yeah, I, I bet. I often want to have a go, but you don't ask these days. You'll be taken off to a little room. <laughs> yeah, well, anyway, the, he got so carried away, I thought, I'm never going to get this machine back. <laughs> and then when I saw what he was doing with it, I thought, I don't want this machine back. <laughs> you know, I would have been arrested for what he did with that. Right, okay. Uh, anyway, yeah, Rod, that's enough now. Thank you very much for your call, Rod. <laughs> no worries, mate. He's not suggesting... Uh, no, 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 don't I go I think he's just got carried away on air, you know, bless them. It's all a bit excitable, isn't it, for some people. Uh, John, good morning. Morning, Christian. How are you going? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah struggling. Uh, <laughs> all right, my, my weakest my my weakest claim to fame is that I did my motorcycle license with Hugh Jackman. This is oh, more like it. Oh, wow. So, where was this? Uh, this was in Hastings. I had a friend of mine that owned a motorcycle um, business and uh, riding school. So, I said to him, look, I want to, I want to get my license. And, uh, this was like about 10, 15 years ago. And he goes, all right. So, he booked me in and I've turned up for the first day. And the second day to complete my license, I've turned up. He goes, listen, um, I've, I've got something to tell you, but you've got to keep it quiet. And I said, what? <laughs> 
He goes, look, we've got somebody, you know, well known in here getting his license. I said, yeah, right. I thought he was joking and pulling my leg. So we've walked in the classroom and blah, blah, blah. And wouldn't you know it, I just have one look and I've nearly fallen over. And it was actually Hugh Jackman. Um, he was down here doing some filming. And because Doug um, specialises in stunt riding, um, Hugh had to learn how to do a bit of, bit of motorcycle work. Wow. And I thought, you've got to be kidding me. Wolverine's supposed to know everything. I mean, now he's going to be taught how to get the gears and the brakes, you know, with those big claws of his. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. And that, look, we've also got photo proof as well. So, was, but he was a really nice fella. He, he had the time to come over and say hello. And uh, no, a really nice chat to talk mm. to. Awesome. And did you pass, John? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I don't you? know if you did because I had to Still leave my list before him. So, hopefully, I'll <laughs> catch up with them this year and we'll find out if he's got that motorcycle license. John, thank you very much. That's a great one. The Christian O'Connell Show podcast. Hell, good morning. Good morning. All right, what's your week uh, claim to fame for us? So I actually have two. The first one is I walked past corn and I didn't recognise them and I'm a huge metalhead. <laughs> what a nightmare. If you're a big fan of corn, a huge band, sold millions of albums and you didn't even know it was him. Like Jonathan Davies, he's quite a distinctive looking guy. Yes, it's not like he looks like your average white collar worker or anything. No, not at all. <laughs> he could only be in a metal band, couldn't he? Especially with those yeah. dreads. <laughs> So that one, I was actually, I used to work for a catering company, so I would do the riders. Um, so I was there to see Alice Cooper and to do their rider. Um, and I walked past Corn in the hallway and went, oh, hi guys, how are you? And then didn't even think, and the guy I was working with was like, you know, that's Corn, right? I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, what a nightmare if you're a fan. And what's, what's your second one then, uh, Hal? And I made sandwiches to Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Why didn't you lead with that? I mean, well, not you know. knowing all the uh, members of Corn, same as any of us, <laughs> wouldn't spot them in a police lineup. But Snoop Dogg, you made sandwiches for him. How? Ca- what, I did. What led no, to that? No special letters in those at all. So just to let you know, they right. were just regular sandwiches. Again, catering, doing riders. So it was quite a few years ago. Um, he just had really boring chicken and ham. So, right. Nothing fancy. And let me let me ask you this. Were they cut into triangles or was he just, just <laughs> mine them like normally just halved? Oh, no, they're cut into little triangles. Yeah, little the quarters. best way. Back <laughs> yeah. me. Back me, Melbourne. The best way to enjoy sandwiches for some reason are those triangles. Why do they, they taste, taste better? better? They do. They do taste better. That's the kind. You worked in catering. You'd know. Yes. It's Snoop Dogg. Once yeah. you sound just cut to triangles, yeah, what's good do. enough for Snoop is good enough for us. Hell, th- these are two great ones. Thank you very much. You're most welcome. Have a Hell, great day, guys. I'll give you a pair of tickets. Go and see Chris Rock. We'll give you a pair of tickets. Go and see oh, Chris Rock much. live in August. He's an amazing live. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, that's all right. We love the stories. Thank you. Let's go to Chris. Yeah, hi. My weakest claim to fame is that my daughter uh, shared a billboard with Karen Reed. It was about 25 years ago when she was in Ireland and she just did a random shoot for a national bank and a photo was picked and they put it up on the billboard with the ad with Keon Reeves advertising the Matrix. It was the first Matrix that when it came out. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. What a is, great claim to fame. She shared a billboard in Ireland with Keanu Reeves. Yes, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. It was. Uh, I mean, like she got photos and everything of it. I mean, it was just a random photo shoot. She went in and she got picked, and there she is up with the billboard with Cal Reeves. Yeah, so are, there two, are, 
Just so I understand, Chris, right? Are there two it, separate adverts? Keanu's, you know, uh, Matrix, and then yes. your daughter's in the bank advert. Yes, that's right. They're both side by side. Gotcha. Okay, when you said share, I thought Keanu, well, they've done yes, some Matrix well, the... time with an Irish yes. bank. <laughs> Save, like the no, Matrix. No. Make your bank <laughs> no, account no, into no. the all-new Matrix, 0% finance. <laughs> yeah, the National Bank is sharing it, yes. yes. No, no, just, you know, side by side. Gotcha. Just different ads. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. It, it Jenny was sharing the area of billboard. <laughs> I got it. Spoken like yeah. a true mum. They were in the same <laughs> advert. They were in the same movie. They live together. (laughs) (laughs) Chris, I love that call. Thank you very much. The Christian O'Connell Show podcast. All right, so let's... uh, Is that really who it it is? Your husband's on the line, Pat. Oh, is he? Yeah. What's he forgotten? He needs to know where something is. Chris, the where I be love God, is on the line right now calling the weakest claim to fame. Chris. Good morning, Chrissy. Good morning, team. How is everyone? We're all good. All the better from hearing your lovely voice. I uh, loved your (laughs) review of uh, Batman as well, Chris. Thanks very much. Now, Chrissy, now I don't normally call into the show, Mm -hmm. but I was was listening to the weakest claim of fame this morning and I remembered something and I got really excited and I just thought I had to share this. Years ago, before Audie was born, Petrina and I were in a restaurant and three tables over was Gold Logie winning... uh, legend Ernie Sigley. We shared a restaurant with the great man Ernie Sigley. Now, Chris, obviously, you, uh, you're, you're listening to the show, you're hearing stories about Alice Cooper, Corn, <laughs> you know, Snoop Dogg, you think, hang on a minute, there's a gap here, Ernie Sigley. Now, now mate, are, you, are you familiar with the great man Ernie Sigley? I am, I am. His, his, his status reaches far and wide, the great, about the feet of Ernie. <laughs> He's had number one singles in this country. And the reason I love Ernie so much, at the peak of his powers, he hosted a morning TV show, and he was so comfortable with his own star power that he was okay farting on camera. What? What do you mean? One episode of his show, he had Dermot Brown and a couple of other guests, and he just let rip with a massive fart. It was audible. You could hear it watching it. And that's how powerful this guy was. He could do that, and he didn't skip a beat. Wow. That's, that's why he won a gold logie. That's a pro. That's why he won he, the gold well, he, didn't a, he, he didn't win a gold logie because of the fart. But how he, he handled that moment. Say that you know. word. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, you're in the restaurant. Where Where was this? I can't remember that what the restaurant was. That was the Rat was. Pack. Um, there was a Rat Pack group out that... You know, That's did all the Rat right. Pack songs, remember? And it was like a PR night that we went to. Of course Over it in was. Of course it was. Patsy, red carpet, if anything. Why did I ask? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was quite starstruck. I don't get starstruck very often, but yeah. I was starstruck that night. Of course you wouldn't. Ernie's, uh, Ernie's in the room. He could <laughs> fart at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, look, thanks for taking my call, Chris. Look, I've got to go, mate. This transkin bread isn't going to work. No, hang on. Did, you go in, did you say anything to Ernie? Um, well, I think you know. He, I saw him go to the tut, so I followed him. <laughs> oh, oh and, um, hang on. Well, you were going to go without telling us you followed Ernie Sigley <laughs> into the box. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I followed him to the tut, and we're at the urinal, and I and I, and I, was, I was so starstruck, I was so nervous, Christian. I thought, what do I do? Do I say You're something? You're quaking do I, do I in the presence of greatness, a golden god. My knees were shaking. I thought, do I ask how Ding Dong is, or what do I say? <laughs> not in and the toilet. Said, oh, no, not with that out. <laughs> And I leaned, I leaned over in my coolest voice and I said, oh, g'day, Ern. And he said, oh, g'day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and that, mate, that made my night. I've never forgotten it. 
it makes your life, to be honest, doesn't it? Complete. <laughs> <laughs> once, you've, once you've met Ernie Sigley. Thanks for sharing that with us this morning, Chris. It's always lovely to hear you as well, mate. I hope you're well. I like to pull out my Ernie Sigley record when I get home. Oh, Thanks. no, you don't. Let's all do that. Let's all jump on Spotify. <laughs> Spike his numbers, his streams. <laughs> well, that's him. Have a good all day. Right. Cheers, Chris. See Bye. Ya. This is the Christian O'Connell Show podcast.